Chevy Equinox with forward collision alert, automatic emergency braking, and available all-wheel drive. It's my ultimate mobile device. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule a test drive. Chevy Equinox. It's your choice. Own it. And earlier in the work week, we had a conversation with David Lassen. He's a senior editor for Trains Magazine. He was not confident that they would be able to avert this railway strike, but they did. And President Biden hailed a tentative agreement. It is tentative. It's between the unions and the railway companies ahead of that strike deadline that was set for 12.01 a.m. tomorrow. He said this is a great deal for both sides. He was speaking from the Rose Garden. The deal, if approved by the union groups, included an immediate 14.1% wage increase and allows workers to see certain types of medical care, actually seek them with without punishment. Because of the labor agreement, those rail workers will get better pay. 24% wage increase over the next five years. Improved working conditions. Peace of mind around their health care by capping the cost that workers will have to pay. And it's about the right to go to a doctor or stay healthy to make sure you're able to have the care you can afford. It's all part of this agreement. They earned and deserve these benefits. And this is a great deal for both sides, in my view. The agreement is also a victory for railway companies. With this agreement, railroad companies will be able to retain and recruit workers. They'll be able to continue to operate effectively as a vital piece of our economy. They're really the backbone of the economy. David Lassen is a senior editor for Trains Magazine. When is the last time a president got involved in union negotiations when it it revolved around the railroad? Um, you know, I'm not so sure specifically in the case of the railroad, but I, I believe I heard something earlier. They said the Reagan, that President Reagan might have been the last one to be involved directly in any kind of a uh, negotiation. It's, so it, it is a rare occurrence. It is. And do you think the tentative agreement will be ratified? I think that's very definitely still a question that's up in the air. I mean, we need to remember that um, yesterday, one of the unions that had a tentative agreement voted it down, the, the machinists. And um, in in some ways, they had uh, less cause for grievance than than the operating unions do. Uh, now, the operating unions did get some really substantial uh, concessions today in terms of the uh, new uh, provision that will actually give them a scheduled day off, which has been unknown for engineers and, and conductors, and uh, the the unpaid time off um, provision for for med to attend some medical care. Kind of astonishing, really, when you think about that you have to uh, have a provision for that. But um, the, the level of unhappiness among the rank and file is so, so high that I don't think we really know how the vote is going to go. Interesting. David Lassen is a senior editor for Trains Magazine. Um, does the Family Medical Leave Act not apply to those under a union contract? Because if you needed to take time off, I know it's time off without pay, but at least you could not be fired. Does that not apply to the people in these unions? Well, railroads in general have really different set of union provisions than than most um than most because they're covered under the Railway Labor Act, which is also the reason they have such a, a uh, complex bargaining situation. So I can't speak specifically to that provision, but I would not be surprised if it does not cover them. And one of the um, biggest issues we heard from families who were texting in was the issue about the point system and 
not being able to get to the doctor or being, you know, hit with so many points because you had to go to the ER. It was more of a medical issue and a healthcare issue than it was a financial issue. Is that what you determined by talking to the people that you talk to every day? That's absolutely what we've been hearing is that it's not a money issue. And in fact, uh, a lot of the union members have been upset that how much the reporting is focused on the pay increase. And I think that from the um, the one union we saw that voted down the contract, that kind of underlined the fact that it wasn't just a money issue. And I really wonder if that might have helped move things a little bit in terms of the negotiations at the last minute when the railroads realized that money alone was not going to be enough to settle this. David Lassen is the senior editor for Trains Magazine. The strike has been averted at this point. Uh, if it had happened, it would have hurt all of us. In, in what ways would it have hurt us? I mean, financially, they said it would be a hit of $2 billion a day. But as individuals, it would be about goods and supply chain issues, right? Well, and in the Chicago area, I mean, you know, your metro commuters, many of them were going to have to suddenly find other ways to work. Um, but yes, I mean, if you were car shopping, which we are, all know has already been a difficult proposition, you know, a lot of your cars are delivered by train. Um, the ones that aren't, parts are, are delivered to the factory for their construction by train. I mean, there are very few goods in this country that aren't touched by the railroads in some way. And when will we know if this tentative agreement will be ratified? Well, the ratification process, I don't think we have a schedule yet. Um, it could take a month. It could take more. Uh, we'll definitely be watching that. I know that the uh, the next date to kind of watch is the um, the machinists, when they voted their contract down, they set a, a uh, September 29th date for a possible strike. Now, they've said they will try to go back to the bargaining table, uh, but we haven't heard for sure if that's going to happen So or what, or when. So um, definitely things are still up in the air. I mean, we've definitely avoided an immediate problem, but it's still possible it could uh, crop up again down the road. Okay, and Bill's got a question for you. Hey, Bill, what did you want to ask David? Well, I was just wondering, Is uh, it's great that the radio, um, I'm, t- I'm concerned about the railroad, the, the uh, commuter trains. If it isn't passed, will it, you know, if they say, no, we don't aren't going to go along with this, will there be another I heard something about a two-week cooling off, or they wouldn't just, okay, Wednesday it doesn't pass, Thursday or Friday they shut it down, but would there be some kind of warning? I think there would definitely be some kind of a warning period. I mean, if nothing else, the, the unions need to get their um, their plans in in place to strike. I mean, we have seen that they had started sending out stuff this week for, uh, you know, three or four days in advance for if there had been picketing. So, there definitely will be some kind of a, a warning period. David, thank you for joining us. We appreciate your input on Chicago's Afternoon News. Glad to do it, Lisa. Hey, coming up after Steve's newscast from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, uh, Rob Shooter is going to join us. Did you see the video that has gone viral? One of the guards guarding the Queen's casket yesterday just just dropped just passed out, face planted. People are also analyzing whether Meghan Markle is suffering from anxiety and the crowds are enormous. All of that on the way next on 720 WGN. WGN.